So it's come to this. It sure has. It has come to this. Oh, Eric's excited to talk about this one. Yeah, this is a uh, this is one that uh, kind of came to us by uh, by chance. It's a, another in our continuing series of pot boiler cop mysteries that <laughs> nobody watched in the nineties. Yeah, we got a great series of that going on. I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast, and uh, yeah, we're talking about one that I did not. I, this is a movie I've not heard of since or un, until uh, Brian Dennehy passed away, and mm. I was looking through his filmography. Right, and then you go uh, the last this, of the finest. The finest. What's this one? That's uh, what's that? You click on it, you go. What the? Yeah. How the? How did, how did I, I miss not this? hear about this? Uh, this one is, uh, it's not the best movie, but it's kind <laughs> no. of a... Instinct. It feels like something I should have seen by now. This, this In one, my canon, it's an instant classic, yeah. Yeah, this one got advertised during like pro wrestling and stuff. You know, there are certain those movies that so you stuck did, with me. So you did know about I knew The about Last it. of the Finest? Totally. Uh, but I had man. not seen it until uh, we chose to watch it recently. Excellent. Uh, but you look at the principal actors... And it is for this blog, classic actors. <laughs> like, you know, this is the stuff we talk about. Yeah, this is an all-star uh, set of Dennehy, actors. who is our boy. You got your Brian Dennehy, which we, you can go back. We did a two-parter on yeah. him uh, in tribute because truly one of the greats. Uh, yeah, he's the first guy we've given a two-parter. Too. I think won't so. be the last, but uh, maybe the last of the finest. This is almost part three, yeah. yeah. And that, so, uh, but next to him in in in, uh, in the cast, Eric, go for it. We got Joe Pantoliano, Bill Paxton, and Jeff Fahey. When Jeff Fahey, early '90s Jeff Fahey's your weakest of <laughs> your the four, four of your crew, that's a cool crew. Yeah, this is uh, when I saw this cast list on the IMDb. Yeah. It blew me away. Oh, unannounced away. fifth member of the crew, the Pete Best of this Beatles. We got uh, Fast Eddie. Oh, sure, Fast sure. Eddie played by Xander Berkeley. <laughs> a little Xander Berkeley in there. Xander Berkeley is like the fifth build male character. Like, oh, yeah. You got some great other. I mean, you've got uh, Henry Darrow as Henry the. Uh, a good, this is a good Henry captain. Darrow role. Uh, there's some good guys in this. So, yeah, I'd never watched this movie. I've been on a Dennehy binge uh, for the last three months, it seems like. Right. And we've been on like a cop show binge and just a 90s kind of binge in general. So this this hit all these right boxes. For it, me. Hit, it ticked all the, all the boxes. And I actually found a pretty good version of this on YouTube. Right. If you go to YouTube and just type in The Last of the Finest, you get the full movie. But Yeah, and it feels like uh, the same kind of stuff that's going on right now of all the movies to to make to be hitting with me in 2020 it's just another movie where the cops are the boys being boys <laughs> and the second things start not going their way they kind of start coming up with these cash in of uh, violent schemes all these cops getting the overtime pay right now and then cashing out saying it's because of trauma right you know that's these guys are a shift of that 
These, uh, yeah, we got our four men are, are cops. They're on an elite squad going after drug dealers. The whole thing felt like a S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. Totally. I know the the S.H.I.E.L.D. was inspired by Rampart, you know, the, the crazy, uh, which has made tons of movies uh-huh. about. Uh, Cop scandal. Exactly. And... But this feels, there's too many coincidences in Last of the Finest for this to have not somehow influenced Sean Ryan in The Shield. The guy who made The Shield. Yeah, well, you know, Chiklis is basically uh, shaved Dennehy's head, and you've got Michael Chiklis yeah. in the lead role They've... here. Uh, and then all the other four <laughs> guys that make up this squad, yeah, totally have that. When they did the Fantastic Four, when it was originally considered, <laughs> sure. when they were going to do it, Dennehy was the guy they were considering. Wow, really? For the thing. Originally. Yeah. You know, Man. back, you know, until it's like, oh, he's yeah, yeah. 57 oh, now. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it passed. It passed, Brian. And I'd so lo- then they Man, got Chickless to do great. the thing. So already right there, you got your Vic Mackey. And all the other three guys are so much like the Shield totally. contemporaries. Bill Fahey, Jeff A's totally Lem. Mm-hmm. Joe Pantoliano is Shane. Bill Paxton got that Ronnie kind of edge to him. It's all like the whole thing. But then they start blurring personalities, and oh my God, it's like, are cops just all the same guy, actually? And that's why they're so similar? And then maybe, the whole. Maybe the, the stereotype or, or the, the archetype of the cop on, on, uh, on film is, yeah. Yeah, the filmed cop. Yeah, I don't this know. This is definitely 90s filmed cops. But There's... the whole thing is the shield. Totally. And it's great. <laughs> Yeah, we've got. Uh, I love a ninety-minute shield plot. What's great is you've 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 got Joe Pantoliano so young that he's actually got his own hair. It's fluffy up top. He's though. got a fluffy it's fuzzy. hairline. Yeah, they it's make fuzzy. Note of it. um, but uh, Bill Paxton actually is the guy I kind of want to talk about first. Uh, he's the first to go. Unfortunately, he he doesn't he, stick around too long. He they do the uh, <laughs> spoiler alert for Bill Paxton. Yeah, Paxton's dead. <laughs> he dies uh but they he, do a fake death too that's true he he's uh you i feel like you either get like a really salty uh fun bill paxton or you get like the super serious sour bill paxton in a movie like, yeah uh, like he'll be just ultra serious in something like a simple plan or even oh, twister yeah. um but this movie he's the fun over the top you know, aliens kind of. He's the smart Alec. Yeah. In this one, I love. So I his... love that when when you get that kind of Bill Paxton. That's my preferred Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, he. It's the uh, the retort Bill Paxton. Uh huh. It's the guy who's who's getting called out on something and then comes back with like, who would say something like this? <laughs> the way Bill Paxton just said it. I love his serious deliveries when he's in that like over the top Bill Paxton mode because then they have a cartoonish overtone. Mm-hmm. So when Brian Dennehy's meeting with their their man Fast Eddie, of Paxton standing there in the shovel going, "Hey, what's that dirt bag <laughs> Fast Eddie doing here?" <laughs> That's a great Bill Paxton. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. <laughs> wow, that was pretty pretty solid, pretty spot on. And that's what I've done for two weeks. Like, ah, working on it. Just Rich Little in my Bill Paxton. Yeah. I love his deliveries for stuff like that. There's, I don't want to talk about him yet, but can we talk about our flag football action? Oh, yeah. Because that leads to some of the best Paxton. We get two 
hard ass flag football games in this movie. These dudes, uh, apparently cops also love to play flag football in their time off. This movie was originally called Dudes Rock. <laughs> that was it. They're like, Dudes Rock doesn't fly in 1990. Not as much. Last of the Finest sounds like it has some dignity. Yeah, that if you really dig in, that title really doesn't do much uh, to describe this movie, but... Yeah, I, I like the fake out at the beginning because you get Dennehy being like, all right, Ricky, or, you know, uh, Joe Panleano's like Wayne. So he's like, Wayne, I'm going to need you to stick around outside. And it, it sounds like he's like prepping them for this uh, serious, <laughs> yeah. like, bust that, yeah. that they're about to make. And then it cuts back and they, yeah, they're playing the flag football. Oh, yeah. You got me last. That's a great, finest. great you got false me. finish. I got movie. totally got. You know what? I'm pretty sure I actually just love Last of the Finest. <laughs> I think I've. Within 10 minutes, I'm already sold. The The Paxton retort Bill Paxton is really great in his dummy cop role. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, <laughs> They infiltrate some big building under cover of darkness. And they're like, hey, what are you guys doing out here? And he's like, getting a suntan, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this punchline machine? Yeah. As he's dressed as a homeless old lady, yeah, in, in he does a, the old an undercover bit, the old bag lady riff. Yeah. Oh man. No, he's good. I wish they gave him a little more to do though, because uh, he's well, very he, jovial. Him, he, him, and Jeff Fahey have a couple of really good scenes uh, as buddies throwing each other into the ocean, kind of stuff. Yeah, this is the really one of those like man. Scummy cops are really fun dudes. They love each other. These cops really love each other. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those shield kind of like backyard barbecues. It, it, They're like, these 100%. guys are family men. These guys are good dudes. Right, the kids hang out. Everyone knows, the wives all know each other. It's all very chummy. Uh, yeah, you, they do stupid things. Stupid things that friends don't actually do, like run into the ocean at dawn after a <laughs> drunken party. They're, they're up all night. Yeah. These guys, these fathers. De- <laughs> this is also my favorite kind of Dennehy role where he's the guy who's like got a way too young family. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those roles where Denny's 52 but has like a three-year-old. Yeah, he's You're got like, like a oh. three-year-old and a six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> His his wife right. look, his wife looks like forty two and Not he's judging. just this old dude. The the also the six year old's like the reddest hair you could possibly find. <laughs> yeah. like, maybe they like just random maybe they just casting. adopted some kids. I don't but know. I love Dedehi is just like man, this guy's still a fucking dad. What an ex- <laughs> what an extra grind to his no doubt stressful work life. Yeah, he's De- pretty stressed in this movie. This is good stress. Dedehi never has just a desk job. No, in these oh, flicks, no. this guy is you can't pin him down. This like guy that. is a walking heart attack in every flick. He's the anti Robert Duvall in Falling Down. Yeah, like he is. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a different he's the side shit of the kicker. Safe. He gets out there. He he does. He you know his motto, fuck back up. <laughs> We're going in. We're going in. That's yeah. that's the Dennehy it's way. A, it's a total the Shield strike team yeah. situation to this movie, and it's so like. Those flag football scenes all tie it back and make it seem more like a point break kind of vibe than a shield kind of vibe. I've never really gotten the point break vibe with a cop movie. I could see that, yeah. It's enticing, and you just realize it's just trying to humanize these monsters. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty pretty early into the movie, uh, a, a attempted bust goes pretty bad, so they're essentially fired Yeah, uh, from 
from uh, the, the the task force. Well, and they quit instead of instead of doing the desk job. What would be really helpful right now is if you could read me the IMDb oh. <laughs> plot summary. You know, let me just take care of it right here. This is a really uh, heartfelt description. Of, uh, of what's going on in this Four movie. LA cops are fighting the war on drugs. Corrupt superiors manage to break up their team when one of them gets killed. The three quit LAPD and continue investigating. Oh, they're continuing the investigation. They continue to investigate. They go rogue, these last of the finest. I assume they are the last, the, the titular last of the finest. Yeah. I gotta assume, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the last they, three. They immediately go rogue. And then start stealing from the this mob and uh, it's engage a... in a three man war on <laughs> yeah. on essentially what turns out to be the federal government. It's such a misguided, <laughs> stupid cop move. Things get out of hand These in this movie. I love big headed, dumb cops <laughs> start too many schemes and get in way deeper than they can scheme their way out of. They start scheming with Fast Eddie e- the day they quit. <laughs> The day they go He's, down. They're already meeting up with that dirtbag past Eddie. <laughs> we get all these Dennehy scenes that really show his cool age, that show that he's like, yeah, maybe this guy would have been forced out anyway. Mm-hmm. I love his movements in this movie. He has a bunch of like Robert Forster-esque lines about his age. Stuff like out on the flag football court. I want to just keep bringing up flag football <laughs> every like three minutes. <laughs> out on the field of a tough flag football game. You don't when, see uh, flag football in movies anymore. The exuberance <laughs> on Jeff Fahey's face when he yanks the double flags. That celebration he holds him up with. The arm bash yeah. between Fahey and Paxton. Oh, they're bash brothers. Oh. They had such a cool arm bash. Oh yeah! After a double flag pull, that's what you do in 1990. You bash arms after you I'm pull you, the flag. Have you ever had that rush <laughs> of pulling double flags? Have you ever played flag football? I don't know if I ever Swanson? played the double flag rules. As a child, it was just any flag will do. We had. I don't think you had to get both hands on both flags. Man, my school had these. That sounds tough. Like nineteen seventies cool flag football things with the rubber poppers. Uh-huh. To put the flags in, really stick them in. So when you got two flags, it made this big old like thump. Mm. Oh yeah, it was the loudest sound as you yanked those things out, stood triumphantly, and that. Was Jeff Fahey. That was Jeff Fahey. In this scene. Blue-eyed Ricky Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Fahey. That's the one. Blue-eyed Ricky Rodriguez. <laughs> Fahey's one of those guys that is in a lot of cool early 90s genre stuff. But I really... And also not as cool. And also way genre. less cool 90s genre <laughs> stuff. But I like his look 20 years later so much more than his early 90s look. Yeah. He's a really cool... Salt and pepper beard, grizzled guy, like in Machete or uh, Alita, you know, one of the hitmen. Totally. In the 90s, he had that pudgy baby face with those weird light blue eyes that gave him kind of a creepy Ray Liotta stare. Yeah, but it was kind of like, uh, he it just, he was so, uh, he was 
all pouty. It, yeah, he always seemed pouty, or he was just, I guess he got cast in the Lawnmower Man because he could make just the dumb face. Like, he just <laughs> yeah. kind of had a duh face to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's always just, like, trying to figure out what everyone else is saying. Yeah. And, like, that's his acting method is just to be like, huh? Huh? What? Uh. And so this one he's cast as the Lem, which Lem was kind of the, like, Definitely. dumb surfer guy yeah. in the shield, you know? And I just love how the way that, Fahey interacts with the guys, but the way Dennehy really like treats each guy differently. That's another Shane vibe. You could tell, uh, you know, Vic had a weird relationship with Shane, different than his relationship with Ronnie, different than his relationship with Lem. But they're all on the same squad because, you know, they're good buddies that hang out at barbecues. Sure. And I love Dennehy, how he changes his acting style to relate to all these guys. This guy's a king. Hmm. Guy's so good. Good point. And it really adds to the team chemistry. Yeah. So you buy into a ridiculous scene like that <laughs> quitting scene. Right. You get the very powerful Dennehy trial where he's up against his peers and he just. Oh, bolt. yeah. They, they're they going to put him on trial and yeah. that's when he quits, right? That's when right. he chooses to quit. That's what you guys want, isn't it? That kind of. High drama. You know scene. what I like too is that this is an R-rated movie, so you get a lot of f bombs yeah. from Dennehy. Yeah. So I think maybe even in that scene, he's just like, "Fuck it." Dennehy's a cool swear. Yeah. Dennehy's swearing is really fun in this movie because it's fucking weenie roast that got out of control. He says at one point. Yeah. He oh, pretty good stuff. He drops two of the funniest s bombs <laughs> in this movie. That I guess we'll just get to him now, since you brought the... Sorry. Gr- Dennehy's a great swearer. Yeah. He's a great movie swearer. I jumped the gun on the swear. Some guys have really strong swearing. I always sure. think of the way Bob Odenkirk says, God damn it. <laughs> it's really funny. God damn it. Right. Like, some guys just have good signature swears. And Dennehy has a couple here that are so funny. His shits are so funny. <laughs> he is this big monster of a man. And two different co- times he gets caught scheming. And he kind of does this like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like a gotta get out of here kind of shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah. And it's so funny seeing him just go, whoa, shit. <laughs> like, have this almost comical reaction. This movie has one of the funny, I've watched this scene like eight times. I'm laughing just thinking about it. Were there not cops anymore? Because we had this big scene where they all convinced each other to quit mm-hmm. and they're all drinking beers in the garage and jeff Fahey doesn't want to quit because he needs this job this is his life yeah. it's a whole we need this job no we don't kind of scene because right. we can do all this illegal shit instead because we're old cops <laughs> and jeff Fahey storms out of there and then he like rips the garage door open and says like i'm gonna quit and dennehy in response says that garage has been broken for 10 years. How'd you do that? <laughs> Such a weird insert. So there's all these bits and then these great little moments. So they're, they're scheming for their illegal Armenian money train uh-huh. plans. And they're just standing in plain sight watching this factory full of burly dudes moving like mysterious boxes and they're all just standing on a landing in plain sight of everyone they're on one of those uh roller the the big machines that they use to roll like storage units around at the docks yeah you know so they're on this tile thing but yeah <laughs> they're they're going through the the warehouse and there's seeing like 30 all the... guys around and they're all watching them moving like money and other 
arms and yeah. all this clearly like illegal stuff. Tanks in there. Yeah, and they're just hanging up on a balcony. And I'm just like, wait, aren't aren't they in full view of everyone? <laughs> and the fir- right when I said that the first time, some guy off camera, you just hear go, "Hey, what are you doing up there?" <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Yeah, <laughs> like what they are were. You all, doing up hey, there? what? Who are these guys? <laughs> and that's when Denny just goes, "Oh shit." <laughs> Even right before that, though, they're looking at all the gear. They're driving through the the hallway. Yeah, they're on a moving and, object, and they're like, these guys. and, they're, and the, you know, one of them's going like, "Oh man, look at that! Look at that!" And then he just goes, "Yeah, it's all top of the line shit." Too. <laughs> <laughs> like he knows the military grade weapons. Oh, those are top of the line military weapons. Yeah, how top how good? How shit. hard of a look could he have gotten? It? it was such a like looking out to his left, just a oh yeah. As he's driving. Top of the line shit, uh, Top too, of the boys. line shit, too. <laughs> like, he knows. Fucking love it. Guy's just carrying a box of money. So funny. Uh, I've seen. It's good money. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a gun, all right. Oh, man. There's just four jets in a hangar bay. <laughs> yep. These uh, are the good ones, too. The top of the line jets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, those those tanks are good tanks. Yeah, those aren't those be- shitty tanks you Better than bad, these jets are. <laughs> It's such a weird scene. So it's it doesn't have that same intensity ever or genuine drama as the Shield. Right. Shields. Oh, yeah. Shields great TV. Shields amazing. Uh, it doesn't approach that. It's definitely a lesser Shield. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a Kirk Suter project after Sean Ryan. I think it goes for know? more action rather than drama most of the time. But yeah. it's got a lot of good it, this this movie's actually got more intrigue than it needs to have. True. And and more character development than it really needed to have. Yeah. With these uh, cops knowing each other and their families. You see a lot of Joe Joey Pants's uh, kids. <laughs> yeah. He's got like four kids also who are all young. Paxton had the pregnant wife. Yeah. Who's now a widow. Oh yeah, no. they throw all that at you. Yeah, definitely. Tenny's <laughs> got the weirdly and Jeff young Fahey kids. Doesn't want to quit. That's his big story arc. Yeah, <laughs> he just really wants to be a cop. <laughs> what a rube! <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. You're, you're good in other stuff. I, I, I like him in body parts. And uh... no, that's the thing. I like Jeff Fahey, and there's just a lot of times I don't like Jeff Fahey. And this movie's both sides of Fahey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. It was. It's the movie bombed. When it came out, yeah, it did not get any kind of following. Well, it was. Re- I, I read on the IMDb it was released by Orion, but that was. Yeah. But they released like a dozen movies, or maybe like twenty movies that year, and they were not like. Yeah, that's so. Huge. It just didn't. Other than maybe some wrestling spots, I don't think it ever really got marketed or anything. Got it. So it was one of those. We have not enough time to do this movie that we're insisting on releasing <laughs> anyway. Yeah, hmm. and it has some. You know, it's got a. It's got a great kind of climax there's a lot of action explosions but it does have kind of a tv movie feel a lot of the times i feel yeah, like yeah you're right mostly because of the music like oh can we <laughs> can we talk about some mournful guitar wailing oh yes that's what i'm talking about that's what you're getting this movie's got a very 1990 synth and then like electric yeah every character pretty much gets an introduction gets an introduction yeah uh even the bad guys like the bad guy shows up at the loading dock the first time it's like Just a lot of mournful like, oh. so, wails. Just so you know like, who like who the important people are, they'll be introduced by the wailing 
bad 90s like reverbed guitar. it's like a rookie version of the law and order theme guitar guy it's a prototype <laughs> like it's a rookie and it, i'll i'll tell you about this rookie <laughs> this rookie's hungry this rookie's got some licks <laughs> okay this gunslinger they picked up off the side of the road he'll lay down some mournful licks mm-hmm. over this entire movie (laughs) the whole movie is like the peter rabbit of like (laughs) like just some whammy and like oh they're all so they're all so hazy yeah these hazy guitar licks it's this thing you can't unhear the second you hear this music it is so prevalent And everybody gets their own little theme, their own wail. I get the TV movie vibe, and it does suck in that I love TV horror movie vibe. TV crime movie always feels, especially when it's a cop one, it always feels slightly too nice. A little too sanitized. And it was filmed a lot like a TV movie. The same kind of shots that you see in TV. Which is weird, because it's an R-rated, could-have-been-grimy cop movie yeah it could have been super grimy i mean they essentially like i said earlier they start uh they're gonna take down these guys who killed bill paxton hojo so their plan is to raise money to buy arms by essentially ripping off drug dealers and then (laughs) later the mob yeah and uh, their whole plan is just to do vigilante missions against drug dealers and the mob yeah pretty much that's their big after cop career plan (laughs) So Paxton dies four minutes into this movie, but it's, <laughs> Too early. it's this fake death where he's wearing this vest, but he takes like six shotgun oh, that... blasts to the chest. And you're just like, holy shit. Like, they killed Paxton in one minute. And then he gets up like with this reaction, kind of like he stubbed his toe. Right. Yeah. He gets up like two minutes later, just ripping his vest off like, God damn it. The, the, yeah. The, like, the classic. Like, what? Uh, Bulletproof vest reveal. Yeah. yeah. But he's just more just like, come on. <laughs> he just took six hard ones right to the heart. Dude. Yeah. But then he finally gets impaled, and then he's uh, actually dead. <laughs> yeah. They do him dirty. This one's real this time, guys. <laughs> they got him. But yeah, there's no... The, the whole plan is, yeah, not to bring justice to these guys, just to kill them. It's It kind of turns into a revenge thing. But then... Like, I don't think they meant to do this, but then they end up stealing like $20 million <laughs> yeah. from these guys, kind of accidentally. It's the Armenian money trade, where they end up with just a pallet of money. Yeah. And realize, well, there's no way to undo any of this. Exactly. That's yeah, they when end it up gets with, interesting. They end up with 21 mil. Something like that, right? Yeah. We do get a great scene of after they get all this money, and they've killed a lot of people. They just killed a lot of men. They go to the convenience store to get beer. <laughs> yeah. But Jeff Faye doesn't want to break a hundred to buy the beer, so he just gets like two beers. Right. He only had like, three bucks and then the hundred and the yeah, guy wouldn't just, break just the hundred. Just pay with the hundred. He's like, I don't want to pay a hundred bucks for beer. They just had like twenty one million. <laughs> Literally a van. <laughs> that he took full of the hundred from yeah. it's a good there's a lot of those fun bits in the totally. movie that feel weird. Stuff they didn't have to do, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah. They spend a lot of time on that. So the movie takes a little longer to get to the inevitable stuff. But 
I kind of love this movie. Yeah. It's not great. Well, I was thinking that too. I was like, there's maybe like too, too many steps in the investigation <laughs> yeah. to figure it out because there's one scene where they go to this old folks home. They've recorded uh, these guys talking on the camera, but there's no audio. So they they go to this old retired cop and uh, oh, get him to do... I can't uh, believe I was going to forget that guy. The lip, the lip uh, reading. This right? is a genuine great character. And, I feel uh, bad for not bringing him up. because like he doesn't have to be in this movie at all, but he's this great old retired guy. Oh. They bring him a bottle of black velvet, which is <laughs> yeah. what, whiskey? Yeah. Canadian whiskey. Uh, and uh, he's able to like read these lips on this videotape. Yeah, he's a mouth reader. And, he's uh, really, really cool. Really cool old dude. Such a good character that, yeah, really didn't have to be in this movie at all. And so it's the idea of oh, they know what kind of flavor to put in this movie. The execution just isn't quite there in in certain spots right a character like this could have been no hyperbole in a scorsese movie unchanged that's a cool scorsese character and a well executed one in this movie and yeah just this cool old man living in an old folks home isn't allowed to have black velvet because he drinks all of it and pees in the hallway (laughs) Yeah. But he's this great lip reader, and he's so excited to be useful right. to something cool, to his buddies, you know? It's such a great character. The Fast Eddie character is great. Fast Eddie's in, like, two scenes. Yeah. But Xander Berkeley He gets the, killed pretty good, too. Yeah. Xander Berkeley always gets killed real yeah. good. <laughs> Xander Berkeley is the most killable dude. He knows what dude. he is. He yeah. knows. Xander Berkeley, we've talked about this before. I think we talked about it in the RoboCop episode. He's got that same different kind of energy as like was he in robocop no but i was gonna say oh, you, miguel but, but, ferrer oh yeah oh, oh gotcha gotcha he's gotcha. a different twist of the miguel ferrer chris elliott yes, character absolutely they're all different shades on the same spectrum 100 percent. the smarmy bald dude <laughs> yeah. yeah smarmy balding guy <laughs> with too much confidence for what he's doing to the world yeah they're so good at it and they each have their own specific take on it and i love all of berkeley's takes on it and they always result in him getting killed (laughs) gruesomely (laughs) this dude never gets like immediately killed it's always like gored to death and then then falling over a tub yeah blood's gonna have to come out your mouth again xander this guy's been killed in so many suburban apartments (laughs) it's insane (laughs) and i love it I I've never been not excited to see Berkeley pop up, even in a two scene kind right. of role. Fast Eddie's a great. There didn't need to be a Fast Eddie. No, absolutely. The, the movie. Not. The problem is the color in in this movie is so good, and they spend so much time on the plot, which is more inevitable. And it's like, oh, you're so good at doing the color, and then we're kind of doing this kind of weird, overly complicated procedural mm-hmm. <laughs> thing. I, but I kind of love it. It's got. It's got a certain vibe that I'm nostalgia for and a certain feel that movies today don't quite go for. Yeah. But it could have been grimier. Ah, I keep jumping back and forth. I love Last of the Finest. It's a lot of fun. The perfect movie. It's a <laughs> top 10 all time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a it's it's fun. It's got some cool angles. I I like I said the there's this political intrigue where it's not just the mob but you find out that yeah. the the actual feds are basically dealing arms with a drug cartel yeah so that's they bring why all in the military several parties there. that you don't totally expect 
and I think that all really works, and it kind of has an unsettling end where they, you know, supposedly they win at the end, but then you get that kind of final speech of the White House guy who's been the bad guy all along. Yeah. Giving his truth and justice speech, <laughs> and you're just like, ooh, the political, I don't trust you. The political intrigue is really weird. Yeah. <laughs> and totally unexpected. Get really turned into like a, you know, like the fifth season of The Wires, like David Simon really sticking it to the newspaper publishing industry. Right. And you're just like, geez, this is thick. And it's like this director suddenly like, yeah, and another thing about the government. <laughs> he just jams it into the last 12 minutes of this movie. Goes all the way to the top. Yeah. You don't expect this to be a goes all the way to the top. It. 100%, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did not need to go all the way to the top. And I love that kind of dumb, misguided bullshit <laughs> that 90s cop thrillers gave us. Mm-hmm. And the the weird S.H.I.E.L.D. vibes, I think, are the thing that put it over the top for me. Like, Dennehy always was, was Mackie. And the rest of the movie, the other three kept changing S.H.I.E.L.D. personalities. <laughs> Pantoliano became Shane, and then he went back to Ronnie, and then well, Paxton died, so then he became Lem. Mm, so it's just uh, I was into that the whole time just being like this can't be an accident I'm a a shield last of the finest truther (laughs) is what I'm saying that's the hill you're going to go for that's that's my official conspiracy yeah Yeah, uh, it's kind of hard to argue it honestly when you watch him and uh, the shield's great I've really been in a mood for this kind of stuff lately Mm. I don't know why but I've been this kind of crime drama I've really been jones and four lately so this scratched that itch and it's just another great dennehy role great paxton role a bunch of great guys that you like watching that's really the exact thing i look for in movies these days i want to watch the guys i like to watch and that's it that's enough right you know yeah the movie quality is so subjective i just want to watch the actors and actresses i like (laughs) and this movie's perfect for that there's that. It I delivers. could not care less about the plot as beautifully complicated and silly <laughs> as it is. Just watching these dudes work through this plot. Right. That's my entertainment money right there. Last of the finest. There you go. Yeah. I think it's come to this. Come to this. We didn't need much for this one. No. This is a little snack size. Check it out, though. Yeah, check it out. It's worth seeing. Yeah. And if you like any one or two of these guys involved, you're going to be into this. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. Good night.